0: just ever stand around losing ground fighting all the promised land and it's so hard to tell if this is heaven or hell and i can never measure by degrees but it's sure getting warm out here in times like these. in times like these do i really need a billionaire just taking up my time trying to tell me how i treat him unfair but then the home of the break gets divided into them and the wind. I find I'm losing my mind at times like these.
1: Good morning. How's everyone doing? What's up? We got Troy here, Norm, Hey Brandon, Josh, Ramon, Carlos, Carson, and uh, Facebook. We got Christopher from the UK, Stuart from the UK, Jojo on Periscope. How's everyone doing? um again i don't know if i hope everyone's doing well or not it's it's absolutely terrifying to look at twitter and just scroll twitter and i it's nuts it's um uh, just more videos of just like terribleness outside um it's crazy that people are fighting against this so much and and not happy that it's finally coming Getting getting loud. It's good it's getting loud. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that probably grew up like me saying like, Hey, I, well, I need a distraction. And I think it's good that the internet's doing this dark and let's well, not be distractions anymore. But, um, you know, we had to figure out what we wanted to do at John Boy Media here. And I think we're our social medias will go dark for the day in solidarity with everything that's going on. And uh, we'll do our live shows, but we won't really promote much. Um some good baseball news yesterday, and that kind of would have been awesome at other times, but it's just so fucking saddening uh, and everything like that. So uh, if if you're scared of the conversation, have it with someone very close with you. If you're not scared to have the conversation, have it with everyone. Um, you know, Jake's doing a really good job of, of trying to have a conversation with as many people. And Keith McPherson, uh, who works for John Boy Media he's been having he's been talking and, and sharing his opinion and his thoughts with everyone so um try your best not to avoid it is what I'd say but we do have a lot coming out today which is weird I'll just put it on the screen I won't really go through everything uh, oh and I also I messed up the I messed up the uh duplicate shot duplicate shot since we don't have an office and I'm producing all this on my own i messed up the template here you know right now it's set up that if i show you the weather you're also going to see the the player and the book can't have that obviously you know got to have some some surprises all right boom how's everyone doing morning john boy with all the craziness going on you're a godsend well i don't think that's true but i appreciate you joining and hanging out um can you summarize the MLB deal before getting into today's weather? Uh, I mean, we're gonna do a whole show on the MLB deal on um, talking baseball today, which comes out tomorrow. But basically, there, there, it seems like the sides are finally negotiating in good faith. Uh, MLB wasn't negotiating in good faith for a while. They they were negotiating through the media and and using union busting tactics like the they the MLB tried to say the revenue split which they knew was a non-starter they knew the they knew that the um, players would say no to that right away and then the public would know that the players said no and be mad at the players then the MLB decided a sliding paying scale like they chose which player was going to take what cuts and what player were going to get paid in full which Makes no sense because if you have a final number you have to get to, let the players figure, let the union figure it out and propose how they get there. But by by proposing the sliding scale, the only thing the MLB was trying to do was divide ranks amongst the players in the union, which is again negotiating in bad faith, uh, and that didn't work. The union, the players stood strong and said, "Nope, we will all stand together." If you want to hear their thoughts on that, we had Jack Flaherty on Talking Baseball to discuss it, and. And uh, now that the union has not backed down and they have not fallen for these, these um, bad faith negotiation tactics twice, MLB is finally saying, okay, we hear your proposal. We'll give you the full prorated salaries, but we need less games because we lose money every game we're playing. Uh, the players asked for 114. The owner said, no, we want to do 50 or 60. Um, they'll meet in the middle, hopefully, and get to 82. The owners will take the loss in these negotiations. Everyone will look bad for doing the dance, and uh, that's it. I, that's that's basically the win. Is it, it seems like they're finally negotiating in good faith. They have a lot to figure out still, and they have a lot. You know, there's the health concerns. There's the travel. There's how many guys on the roster, the format, and all that. But it finally feels like they're negotiating with a middle point. Insights like with an agreeable end insights, which there wasn't the last two weeks. So that's why yesterday's update that pass and dropped was was kind of exciting. Um, but we will go deeper into that on talking baseball that will be recorded today and come out tomorrow. The weather today is in Electric City, Washington, Scranton. What the Electric City, uh. Electric City, Washington, really good name, really boring results on the rabbit hole. Really boring results on the rabbit hole. Let's see if I, I have it here. Um, yeah, so here we are. Boom. And we'll do, I see a lot of people typing about like the opening of the show and everything. And, you know, at the end, we'll do a little Q&A like I always do. Uh, happy to talk about anything. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go. We'll run through it because we gotta talk about uh, the Electric City in Washington, close to Canada again. But there's like nothing on this place. If you're from Electric City, you're right there on Osborne Bay Lake. You got a lot of uh, uh, ocean real estate that it looks like they don't utilize because you can't use the land here, which is kind of a bummer. I saw videos of people driving their motorcycles out around here somewhere, and it looked cool. But Electric City, I don't got much on it, guys. It's got a cool name. The community was named for its proximity to the power source at Grand Coulee Dam. Is that how you pronounce that? Washington's got a lot of towns and places that are hard to pronounce. But isn't that from, uh, isn't there a Head in the Heart song? Coulee Dam. Anyway, I did find this one video. All right, I did find this one video and Katie told me I was not allowed to tweet it because I tweeted it. I wanted, I had it all drafted up because it made me laugh. It's a real estate video. Our dude, Brian Gentry, showing off a nice house in Electric City, Washington, and um, I'm going to play it. Katie told me I wasn't allowed to, but it's just, it's electric, stove so fantastic we have uh come i love the cabinetry look at the look at the work that's going into this okay really really nice wonderful cabinets but let me show you the drawers these are all look at this very nice this that's something you would expect in a house in this price range and this classy nice show you the drawers these are all look at this very nice this that's something you would expect
0: in a house in this price
1: See that you see that drawer? It's very nice. Very nice. Slid open, slid closed. And I don't know, I don't know what else you can ask for out of a drawer. If I, if like, you know, we're being very honest with each other, what more can you ask for from a drawer? You want it to slide open? You want it to slide closed. It's very nice. Very nice drawer. Uh, so if you want to go buy that house in Electric City, Washington, you can. It's pretty nice. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Like, uh, it's big. It's big. Look at that. It's got a nice view. It's got uh, this little weird room off the kitchen. So they have two tables in the in the in the kitchen, which weirds me out because it makes it look like a restaurant, not a, a place where a family has dinner together, but he kind of is like, or you could have one long table. That would make more sense. He says it. Good job, Gentry. And then they have this little room. This room, I don't know what he called it, but it's definitely like, this is the, our grandparents live with us, but we don't want them to be around us room. So you just put them in this room. I think I just turned it into an office, but that's definitely like a grandparent den. Like grandpa fills that room with smoke reads his books, and watches his World War II documentaries, and it's kind of his space. And that's the only way you let Grandpa live with you. I don't think that's how this dude sold that room. I don't think, but... That's that room. I just had a weird moment where I was wondering if my mic was even on. It's on, right? Yeah, okay, it's on. Checked, 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 checked. So Electric City, Washington. Uh, There's not much going on at all. There's some, there's like two more videos. Where's my button? Where's my button? Where's my button? That's all I have to
0: say about that.
1: Random baseball player of the day today is a doozy. You know, usually we run across guys that you don't know their story, you don't know their name. We got Ken Boyer, MVP winner, 11-time All-Star, World Series champ, one of the best third basemen in Cardinals history. Um, Cardinals retired his number. He had two brothers that played. And uh, that's kind of the funny, the fun story is him and his brother Cleat both homered in game seven of the World Series. So that's why uh, that's a pretty big day for the parents there. Right? It's awesome. Someone in Periscope said, what am I watching? Fuck didn't do the intro. Welcome to the morning show. It's for me, it's not for you, but if you enjoy it, that's cool too. We'll poem, talk about geography, the weather in a random town, talk about a random baseball player a day, talk about a random book a day. It's all of my interests wrapped into one in bite-sized pieces. It's for me, it's not for you. Um and also talk about uh how fucked up the world is right now and how fucked up it is that people um want to deny what's going on dude the tulsa like i know about the tulsa um the tulsa stuff cuz i'm a history major and it's so crazy to see people just learn about that for the first time and uh i you know you even see people on twitter like i didn't even i didn't even know about this and i'm from <laughs> oklahoma and it's it's it, dude that's fuck it's so more people need to know about all that. How just the, the history just wiped out the only place really in America at the time where, where the black community was thriving, doing really well. And they just fucking massacred them. I mean, same thing with Killers of the Flower Moon, that history book I told you guys to read because it's coming out with a movie. And a lot of people have actually said like, you know, that's, I'm reading it because you recommend it. It's a great book. So that's cool that people actually are like listening to the book section of the show. Killers of the Flower Moon. You know, a Native American tribe finally got money in their come up and uh, world, and the fucking U.S. and and the white white people just slaughtered them, killed like a hundred. I mean, it was like fifty in three years, and just took all their money. It's just a, a deep, deep history of terribleness, and it's good that it's finally coming to light. Any history major that that reads shit knows. Um, it's not like this is the first or last, and and you know. The more you talk about it, the more you keep it in conversation, the more hopefully it it becomes one of the last. But that's kind of it. How did I get here? I don't know. Ken Boyer. Ken Boyer, uh, becoming what many consider the best third baseman in Cardinals history. At the end of the 1951 season, Boyer was drafted into the Army during the Korean War and served two years overseas before breaking into Major League Baseball. Pretty cool. And then he played baseball. In the army, in both Germany and Africa, probably just kicked people's asses. You know that scene in Band of Brothers at the end of Band of Brothers when they're playing baseball uh, in uh, like it's like at Hitler's nest, right? They're playing baseball and uh, imagine having to play against like a pro baseball player in that. You're just kind of like some some scrub in the army, maybe a replacement, just trying to have some fun and like hit a ball around, and then fucking Ken Boyer shows up. Or Yogi Berra shows up. Or even Buck Compton, who was part of Band of Brothers. I mean, he played ball. He was a catcher for UCLA, I believe. Just trying to play some army ball here and getting infiltrated by pros. Damn. Anyway, baseball in Africa, that had to be hot. Then after the war, he went and played in Havana because he needed to get some some time in, and he took a, a ball to the ear and got knocked unconscious for three full days. Knocked unconscious for three full days, then he came to, and I guess didn't lose a step because he he was the next year he was cardinal and just went on to be awesome. Because because Boyer was so good, we actually have like a lot of a lot of footage of him. We have the home run in the World Series against is it Al Downing, who who the way he throws is kind of weird-looking, like way over the top. Everything looks in slow motion. Like, that didn't look like a fast pitch. That didn't look like a home run. Check out this slow-motion shot. It's that mantle, trying to track it back, and it just barely, that was a grand slam in the World Series to win four to three. So, Elston Howard behind the dish, So pretty big home run. Tried to read that guy's lips, but I couldn't. And just handshakes. Like such a big home. Run, such a big home run. Just just handshakes. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um but hold on. Look at the motion. Let's go super slow mo. Playback speed. Super slow. Cause it doesn't look good to me. It's so over the top. You know, no, it doesn't. The release looks like, like you couldn't get speed. And then the swing is weird. Old baseball, man. Old baseball. Then the other clip we have is that Boyer did the Home Run Derby show.
0: $2,000. The loser, $1,000. As an added bonus, any time either one of you should hit three consecutive home runs, you'll receive an additional $500.
1: The fourth home run in a row is worth another $500. And each consecutive home run after that is worth another $1,000. You will play 9 innings. And you'll There's no way they followed that. Any ball knocked out of the ballpark. These are keep hitting
0: them too. Okay? No worries, Mark. I only hope I can hit one more than Harder today. Well, we hope you can keep hitting them too. Ken? No questions,
1: Mark. I only hope I can hit one more than Harder today. We'll soon know the answer to that. Got him. Sweet talking Ken Boyer. Uh, this was like a TV show they did and I got to be honest. I think it's pretty boring compared to what we have now. But let's see Ken Boyer's first couple swings. Takes the ball low. Throws it back. Okay. It's like you got an outfielder out there. There's no way that shot. Whoa, what is that batting glove? You see that glove? It looked like a... uh, What is that? The back of the hand is free. The fingertips are free. That looks like a glove when you want to sand wood with your palm. It's just the back of the fingers and the inside. I never seen an old batting glove like that before. And not a home run. Okay, here we go. Wow. Okay. Grounded out. Is that a home run? No. What the hell? Look at the camera trick here. Boom. Camera up in the sky. How deep is that one going? Holy shit. It's to the moon. Oh, infield fly. Good job, camera guy. All right. So I, I don't know if he won this or lost this. And like, people like these old home run derbies. I've seen people say, bring them back, this old show. I love old history stuff. Maybe the most boring display of baseball put on. Look at those gloves. Those gloves are freaking me out. Let's see how Harmon does. Good stance. Kind of a regular swing. You know, I was doing the Babe Ruth yesterday and stuff, and those gloves are freaking me out, man. I don't even understand them. Why would you just need those knuckles covered? (laughs) Uh, All right. Oh, okay. I skipped. This is a slow-mo. Foul ball. I, I this is I can't even I don't even watch this. Let's watch him get ejected as a manager in uh 1980. So I think they call interference on the batter. Yeah, so this is nineteen eighty. The home plate dump called interference on the batter when the runner tried to steal. I think he has them both being out. And Ken Boyer's the manager. Of the Cardinals now. Which I don't think lasted long. They went from. Oh did he call. He called the batter out for the bunt attempt here. Clearly didn't try to bunt that. I think that's what happened. The batter's out. On the bunt attempt. What's he What's he going to argue here. I haven't watched this yet. Okay. Double hat and helmet. Classic look from the. Late 70s, early 80s. We saw that when we went through the history books. Boyer kind of just standing there, chilling. Umpire, I think, telling him, no, he tried to bunt it. That's why he's out. So that was strike three then? This is the, if you're listening on just the podcast app, which we do have people that listen there, I thank you. And I also apologize because this is probably brutal, but Dick Stello, the umpire, him and Boyer yelling with each other. And I'm not entirely sure what at. And it's not that theatrical. Okay. Oh, it was a lefty-ump. It was a lefty-ump. Now Boyer's getting lower in his face and the fans are loving it. And I'm uh, going all whatever. I don't know what happened here. Look how fast they were with the graphic. Ken Boyer ejected from the game. I think they're saying he tried to bunt this. He pulled back the bat, but it was it was a late pullback. He pulled and he and he walks away as if he struck out. Well I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Where were we? All right, so that's uh that's Boyer. Him and his brother Cleet, both homered in game seven of the World Series. Now um now Ken's was a grand slam to win it. So do you think Cleet felt stupid? It's like, sorry, mom, my home run was only a one-run shot. Game seven of the World Series. Let's see if we have any nicknames here. Whoa, it's so zoomed in. Zoom out, zoom out. Game seven. Seven to, oh, wait, 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 wait. The Grand Slam was game four, but they, he also homered again in game seven. I messed that up. We've got Phil, Bobby, Roger, Mickey, Elston, Joe, Tom, Cleet, and Mel. And I don't think Cleet's a nickname. I think Cleet was his name. Cletus. Cletus. It's a bad name. Don't name your kids Cletus. Just be nice one time in your life and don't name your kid Cletus. Jesus, Raleigh, Raleigh Sheldon, is that a nickname? Not a lot of nicknames. I'm telling you, the nicknames are all from the 20s and 30s. They just didn't want to memorize people's names. Raleigh, Ronald, is that common? The Cardinals nicknames, Kurt, Lou, Bill, Ken, Dick, Tim, Mike, Dow, Bob. Dude, that is the most 60s, that is the most 60s names. Just like Kurt, Lou, Bill, Ken, Dick, Tim, Mike, Dow, Bob. Just the you know, after the war, everyone got regimented into just having one syllable name. That's how American malehood went. Shave your face, have a clean haircut, one syllable name that your army uh, people can yell at you real quick. I mean, in the 1920s, we had like fucking ugly Johnny Dickshot and stuff like that. In the night, whoa, whoa! In the 1960s, it's just. Kurt Lou, Bill Ken, Dick Tim, Mike Dow, Bob. That's all that's American history right there. Um, that's how names worked. I don't know. Is there a study on, on that? Someone do a study on American names before World War II and after World War II and tell me if they one syllabilized them and and changed. I think they did, but That comes from no knowledge of anything of any sort. I think they did. All right. That's Ken Boyer. And that's all I had to say about that. Book of the day, Electric City, still 45 degrees and sunny. I don't think I even ever said the weather in Electric City. We just got straight to talking about it. It's 45 degrees and sunny if you live there. And, uh, Enjoy. You got big houses, but it seems like there's nothing going on. But congrats on the big houses and the grandpa dens. This is kind of a a terrible title of a book. A gin-pissing, raw meat, dual carburetor, V8 son of a bitch from Los Angeles. As much as I like this author, that name sucks. Uh, This author is Dan Fonte. I did a a book by his dad, Ask the Dust, John Fonte. And then I found Dan Fonte when I was in college. I really, really liked him. Um, but he's kind of one of these down and out uh, Bukowski-esque writers about like the gritty, the gritty life alcoholism and, and all that shit and and being uh, kind of uh, derelict. Is that the word? Yeah. Um, but I really like, I like Dan Fonte. When I wrote my novel in college, I emailed it to him, asked him his thoughts on it. And he emailed back and said, uh, it's good. Said, it was said nice words, so that was cool. Um, he passed away in 2015, 2014, which is crazy because I was Googling when his next book was going to come out. And then uh, the result was he passed away. And I was like, damn, yes, the next book isn't coming out. Unless people have unwritten stuff. But I like I like him a lot. I don't know if I like him now, but when I was 21, 22, I really liked him. I really liked reading reading the grimy writers that kind of did like that Roman Neclef, tough lives, pissed off at the world type shit. I'm not me anymore. I'm pretty much like a wholesome loser these days. Um, and uh, I mean, he kind of had a bad outlook on life. I'm trying to see what lines I underlined here. I was not always conscious of my crimes, but sure of my guilt. Let me see. Let me see. Um, Because his are a lot of stories. But yeah, if you want to read quick, quick little poems, quick little short stories. I remember there's a friend in college I gave a book to and he really liked it. So boom, maybe you'll really like it. Um, I found something in here that I wanted to fucking... I just grabbed it off the shelf because I was running late this morning. But then I know I have a lot underlined. People see you for what you are or they don't. After a while you get tired of explaining things. People see you for what you are or they don't. Uh yeah, I think I liked I liked that at the time probably because I like this show. Like this is all my hobbies and I open the show with this is what I enjoy. If you enjoy it too, that's cool. If you don't, like I'm not going to try and cater to you or change your mind or anything like that. These are Maybe that's, maybe that's how I interpreted that. Um, I know that I may not be much, but I am all I think about. That's pretty funny. Anyway, if you want to check him out, you can. I think I've read all his books because he, he passed away. He didn't have that many. He probably had like four novels and a bunch of collections of poetry. And he hated Bukowski because he was jealous of him. Because Bukowski resurrected his dad's career and he kind of hated his dad. His dad had a terrible life and all that. Uh, John Fonte. Anyway, all right, I've seen the chat been going, going crazy. What is your favorite video breakdown that you've done thus far? Asked Benny Tomko in Periscope. I've done 500, so I think I'm coming up on 500 breakdown videos, so I don't know. I probably forget more than I remember, and I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, I think it would change every every day. Uh, all right. Let's go to the chat. A lot of remember the Titans quotes. Good movie. Have you seen the battered bastards of baseball on Netflix about the Portland independent club started by Bing Russell Kurtz I have. If anyone hasn't seen that, go watch it. It's amazing. Uh, it's a really cool story about baseball in Portland. And it's like this independent team that they were in the league with double a and they got wild past and wild characters and wild promotions. It, it's unreal. Uh, the the, at the very end of, like, where they are today is nuts because, like, some are in jail. Some have gone missing. It's like Bertram from The Sandlot. He got really into the 60s. And no one ever saw him again. The Gentleman is a good movie. Have you watched it? Yeah, I really like Guy Ritchie, and I thought The Gentleman was really good. Um, like, really, really good I really enjoyed The Gentleman. Um, I would. I think it's a movie that a lot of people can like, too. Like, I watched it with Katie, and, and we were both into it the entire time. Like, I even think I could tell my sister was a hard person to give movies to, and I think she'd follow along and enjoy it. So, uh, I like The Gentleman a lot. I think I talked about it. I think I talked about it. Um, Jake's least favorite day of the week. Jake's least favorite day of the week is Tuesday in a landslide. Um... John boy, favorite memory from grown losers. Oh, Oh, grown losers is a, I was in film school and I needed to do a thesis and I didn't want to need to do a thesis project where you write like a short film, um, and write it, direct it, produce it, edit it, all that. And I didn't want to hire, uh, actors or get, you know, student actors. Cause then I had to do that for some, it's just not fun. So I wrote, i wrote um i wrote like a a web series a five episode web series i think they're like 10 minutes each jake and i acted in it and nick who does talking folk as the mailman and they came out and filmed it we had like a five person crew we had a a dp we had a sound guy we had a pa it was it was it was fun it was hectic and then i edited it and um I don't know. That was cool. I just got an email today from someone that wants to license Grown Losers. Like they want to distri- distribute it. They sent me a contract and I'm like, what? How'd you even find it? Where do you want to? I don't know. So I got to read that, but I don't think it's real. Um. Turn the music down. Okay. Down. Done. Did it. uh is jake still doing amazon purchase of the week oh we will see he's supposed to purchase something on amazon every week start taking care of himself i think he said he needed uh socks and boxers so that's good jt rocker 99 says i just watched 61 thoughts i love that movie billy crystal did a phenomenal job the actors chosen are great and i think it's one of the better baseball movies and it's pretty accurate so 61's a good movie it's a movie about the Yankees and the home run trace in 1961. Um, Let's see, I'll move. What was your history thesis? My history thesis in school was uh, Lord Dunmore's proclamation and if he did it in the best interest of morality or if he did it in the best interest of winning the Revolutionary War. Lord Dunmore uh, freed slaves to offered slaves freedom um if they would join and fight in the revolutionary war and i did i wrote my thesis paper on whether i thought you know he did that what were the reasonings behind that and was it just strategic or was he uh opposed to slavery in general that was my thesis paper so riveting stuff i'm sure you guys all love lord dunmore's proclamation uh Caleb says, your hair looks nice. Thanks. That's a compliment to Katie. She she cut my hair. Uh, she wants to cut it again because now she taught herself some new techniques. So she's all excited to <clears throat> cut it again. And I was like, it's pretty short right now. Like, we don't need to do another cut. You're just going to make let it grow for a week or two. Then you can do your new skills. Otherwise, I'm just going to have a buzz cut. And I don't want that because then my hair is even more gray. I was never a baseball fan, but you have been making great breakdown videos. Keep up the good work from Lost Night. Thanks. Appreciate that. Is there anything you haven't done in your career that you really want to? Probably, but I don't know if I can think about it right now, but probably someone will say, hey, you want to do this? And then I'll say, oh, yeah, I do want to do that. Sure, that'll happen a lot. Um, Abe says, interesting, the North didn't care for slavery, but also didn't care for black people. Yeah, man, Connecticut was fucked up where I lived. Read about Prudence Campbell. I mean, they they were opposed to to slavery, but they weren't not racist. Read about Prudence Campbell in Connecticut. She set up a school for young black women. Like, incredible that she would, at that time, um, to educate women was seen as uh, pointless or or dumb. And then Prudence Campbell set up a school for young black women. I mean, she is a great story. So read about Prudence Campbell if you want and her little schoolhouse and the motherfuckers just threw bricks through the windows and shit in the well and basically burned it to the ground and just were, you know, a bunch of racist assholes. So, um, yeah. Uh, shout out to Last in the past season two. Check it out. It's all about the Civil War. Uh, that was kind of fun. Uh, have you done a blast from the past conspiracy theories? No, we're, we're, we're finishing up last from the past season eight right now is wild west. Uh, today's episode is all about Jesse James. And then, and then we have those little short episodes coming out in between that we started recording. And then I think the next season is going to be, um, heists throughout history or, Or maritime stories, so like pirates, war, navies, stuff like that. I want to do heists. I want to do heists from, like, the ancient Egypt and then through history up to, like, the most recent heist and see how they change, like, the history of heists. So we'll see. What's your favorite condiment? Ketchup, barbecue? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because we're going to do John Boy Jake Radio soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with me. And um, yeah, go talk with someone that you don't usually talk to about things you don't usually talk about and uh, share your perspective and get a new perspective. And hopefully that helps out everyone in the end, unless you guys are all going to sit around and talk about. But. And if people deserve what they don't deserve that's up to you just go talk to someone about what's going on in the world and don't ignore it see you guys
0: just taking all my time trying to tell me how I treat him unfair but then I have to play as the home of the brave gets divided into them and the weak oh I find I'm losing my mind at times like these yet yeah, they they go the healing Every day I'm getting better at losing something I haven't got I just want to do my labor, love my girl and help my neighbor While I keep a little hope for my dreams But it's sure getting hard